Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and once again to the right of me, the great, the special, the one and only, the very suntan, looking like George motherfucking Hamilton up in this bitch, Buck Perez. Hello, Todd. How we doing? We're doing good today, and sitting in on the third chair from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, the man you know as the announcer on the show, the great Elliot Dagan. What up, bitches? So, Elliot, uh, last night, mm. before, before we get into everything, mm. before we get into everything, mm. uh, some drama, mm. uh, Elliot and I, we uh, we go to the lo- local dive bar all the time, a little, little place called the Snug Harbor. It's right up the street from the house. Yes, you've mentioned it, yes. Yeah, and it's a, it's a piece of shit bar, pretty much. Definitely. It's a little Lakewood dive, and, you know, we just go there, hang out, have a couple, like, whiskeys or whatever, and get on with it. So, we, we go in there last night, and... <laughs> We get ready to go to the bartender. Now, the bartender knows us there pretty well because we're there at least once, maybe twice a week, sit down at night, have some cocktails. Jesus. And the bartender is this guy who's always, he's always drunk as fuck. Like, like the guy's definitely getting high off his own supply. Exactly. <laughs> he can't be trusted. No. no. And no. He, the, the guy, but he tends to pour a strong hand. But the problem is that lots of times you'll, you'll be like, I'll walk in and he'll go, red wine. And I go, no, 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 let me get a Jameson tonight. And you go, red wine. <laughs> no, no, uh, Jameson rocks tonight. <laughs> All right. And then we'll wait for him to serve somebody else. You go, you want the red wine, right? No, 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 Jameson. And so Elliot steps up to the bar, and Elliot goes, um, let me get a tequila and Coke. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, you know, it's tequila and Coke. Sometimes you got to go there. Dude, who the fuck gets a tequila and Coke? Yeah, what is that? That's not... It's like usually what? What goes with tequila? Coke? No. No, tequila by itself? <laughs> am, I, am I thinking of a wrong kind of Coke? Is that my problem? No, Jack and Coke. <laughs> whiskey and Coke, yeah? That's, yeah. That's the taste. But who, like, tequila and Coke is something that you found some tequila, you're 16 years old, yeah. and then there's some, like, tab that's in the refrigerator. I think that's when I had tequila and Coke was around <laughs> that age, yeah. Like, that's weird. I haven't had since, yeah. Right, can't, can't drink this shit straight, right? Well, what am I going to ask the guy for a fucking margarita? Well, no, I mean, you just uh, tequila straight up. Or... I, I, I'm not going to drink some Montezuma tequila straight up. should ask for a Cosmo. <laughs> but he says that, and so the guy's like, all right, you want a Montezuma's revenge. I'm like, well, what, you know, whatever Elliot's feeling tonight, no big deal. But I mean, I don't know. Like, you either, you either take a shot of tequila because you're with some uh, good-looking girls or some guy with a cowbell in Tijuana shakes your fucking head and flips you upside down yeah. and then throws you on a trampoline and then gives you tequila. But no one just goes, I want that on the rocks with some Coke. Now, what would have made you a true asshole, Elliot, is if you would have said, have tequila, Pepsi. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. Specificity in the cola, yes. Right, and like, so like, basically, like, were you trained to drink this terribly, or what's... Well, I mean, you know, I didn't ask for like a twist of lime or something on top. <laughs> Can't be that bad. I didn't ask for him to like drop a cherry in the bottom. So what begins with a poor drink selection, <laughs> then Elliot decides to double back and up the ante. It escalates, yes. Uh, then Elliot goes back to the bartender, and I'm on my second Jameson Rocks, and uh, Elliot goes, let me get a Jameson now. <laughs> and the bartender's like, Dude, you just had a fucking Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> I had two of them before I had the Jameson, too. Jesus. All right. And, so, so we're throwing them back. We're throwing them back last night, yeah? Yeah, we were, we were working. Yeah, yeah we, I mean, we were going for it, but I was just, I was confused at, like, the novice drinking move you pulled. There's a man who knows his substances, Elliot, take it. I don't know. 
you know, when I go to a bar, I uh, specifically go to a bar to get multiple types of drinks. Because if I want to drink one thing, I can do that at home and save mm. myself about 20 or $40. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, if I go to a bar, I'm going to get a whole bunch of shit that I wouldn't normally have. So with, the only thing that would have really made that Montezuma's revenge drink any better is if you would have been, uh, let me get some Montezuma and some orange Fanta. <laughs> like, it's that like, been awesome. It's like you're like at 7-Eleven, like doing like a suicide mix. A ghetto tequila sunrise? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I, w- I was surprised about that. So, you know, you, you guys know Elliot. He's the announcer on the show. And uh, the, the funny thing is, is Elliot's been the announcer since day one of the Far Up podcast. Yes, I have. And, and I believe last night we were sitting there talking about like, how the hell did you get the job being the announcer <laughs> on the show? <laughs> I, you know, I got t- tons of friends with radio backgrounds, all this stuff. And for some reason, and I'm not knocking the job, you've been doing great. And I think it's added a total cool thing to our show. But I, I was like... How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> he just like leaned his way in, huh? Yeah. yeah. You gotta, you know, that's how you uh, make headway in the industry. And there's someone who was supposed to be the announcer on the show, if I remember correctly. Yes. Someone who passed the torch very freely and liberally. Yes, it was John Sowen. <laughs> yeah. So I think, did you know Todd before the show started? Yes, very much so. No, we've known, yeah, we know him a long time. So you're kind of stalking him in a way. So I think you kind of moved close to where he was just so you can get on the show. Is that true? I did muscle my way into the announcing job. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's kind of scary. It's cool, but scary. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait. Uh, pretty soon, uh, I'm going to be taking your seat. I know. And then That's I'm going to be taking Todd. I'm basically next in line. That's why I'm scared. Now it's Elliot Dagan's Far Out Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm having my Montezuma right now. I'm sitting down, and we're going to talk a little bit about the situation in Libya. <laughs> But Buck comes over to the house today. I bring <coughs> frankincense, gold, <laughs> and myrrh. Unless those were the na- name brands on the clothing you brought in the in the basket. That's that's my jockeys. Yes, myrrh. L- lots of times I hope it's Moses when someone brings a basket to my house. But no. Nope. But- <laughs> Wait, you want a baby? No, I want like the savior of the Jews. <laughs> Jesus, just to watch over. You know? Yeah, but but Buck. Yeah. So why was it? So we, we, I didn't ask you this because it's no problem. You can use my washer dryer anytime. It's it, it's totally fine. But appreciate it. Uh, what was the situation? You run out of quarters? Is just, there just out of time, my friend? Just uh, one job to the next today, and had no time to do laundry. So you had the laundry in your house. Then the laundry must have been in your car. Then well, I figured. <laughs> no, no, I'm obviously no, prepared no, for no. this on some level. I, I, yeah, I figured. You know, a no on your part would be pretty rude. <laughs> so if I, I just so if I just showed up with the laundry, but I did correct me if I'm wrong. I did text, or I attempted to text before I even showed up. Yes, you did. And of course, my texting skills are not there, so I didn't hit send. I just wrote my sentence and then went, "Yeah, it's gonna send itself." And right, didn't send it to you. So when I showed up and went, "Can I do laundry?" You thought I was joking. I thought you were making a drug reference. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do laundry? In here. <laughs> yeah. Is that the new coolest drug in the world? <laughs> oh, man. Laundry. My friend just bought over an eighth of laundry. <laughs> so fucked yeah, up. Dude, I just got shit. a basket full of laundry the other day. <laughs> Shit, man. Shit was amazing. Oh, yeah. So, so we- then I had to send you the text. And wait for your reply. It, it didn't really help when you were sitting in my laundry room in my kitchen with the basket sending me the text. Well, yeah, better late than ever. Yeah. 
the time is on the text, so it is. Better. I do. I do like the. Uh, you got that text right? <laughs> no. No. Bing. <laughs> yeah, had to send it to you right then. Yes. But I like just the, to make sure. But I like how you looked at me like I was an asshole for not texting you back, and you didn't send it. Well, I, I thought it was, either the answer was a no, or you're being a dick and not sending it. I don't know what it was, and that's why I'm like, come on, what's up? All right, is the answer no? I want to know. Is my stuff too dirty to wash in this laundry? In Asian cultures, they talk about a thing called face, <laughs> and it's very important amongst Asians. That's their favorite dish. No, no, that's oh, Mexican sorry. food, oh. cabeza. There's a very important thing called, you know, not not putting a guy in a weird position. You know, it's all about saving face. Like if this this was Japan, you would have had to kill yourself at least, like even before when you didn't send the text message. Uh-huh. And then I would have done your laundry though, even though you would have been dead. Oh, sorry. Just I'd have to commit subaku. Just Ooh. gut myself, yeah. Yeah. I would have to do it up all over my fucking kitchen, <laughs> and then my fiance would have came home. Uh, you'd have to clean that up, Todd. She's like another dead dead co-host of the show in the kitchen. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's what happened to John? Yeah. John, John's in the backyard. No, we love John. So, without further ado, all these minutes in. After is, much ado. Yes. It is time for the Far Out News. Oh, by the way, let's, let's preface this. Uh, the Far Out News is... From the Weekly World News, mm. which is the world's only reliable news source. A lot of other podcasts out there, they do news stories stuff. They do shows all about news, and they're taking it from, you know, Fark.com or the weird, wacky news websites. Yahoo Shine. Yahoo Shine. Nothing wrong with Yahoo Shine. I've done many <laughs> a topic on Yahoo Shine. But we are the only podcast that's specifically allowed to do the Weekly World News. Funny thing is, I was actually in a conversation. We were going to make an announcement about this, but somehow the com- the conversation fell apart. Was we were going to actually work with the Weekly World News? Like the CEO emailed me one time. It was, it was kind of funny, but I remember that. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of fell through. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> guy's like, I fucking listen to the show or something. <laughs> He's like, Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> It's the Far Out News with Buck Perez. You saw the headlines in the checkout line. Now, here's the full story. Gay horses murdered. Mm. Wow. Ohio, eight gay horses were killed yesterday. Shocking. Authorities suspect arson in the barn burning. Eight gay horses. Wait, 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 who's arson? How do they know arson? Is he like a local guy who sets fires in this? Uh, well, I think they just mean uh, fire was purposefully set to Auden. The definition of arson. Barn burner. Yeah. Okay. Eight gay horses. One just a week old and another ready to give birth. You know, I'm wondering how (laughs) I'm wondering how they knew that the horses were gay, and I'm assuming I'm assuming when they got fed they're like Hey! <laughs> oh, oh fuck, man! Jesus. He had that. He had that in the bag. Oh, wow. He had that in the bag, oh, waiting the damn. whole time. Uh, oh, but just sweet. very flamboyant young. Wait, wait, young wait. Studs. Well, speaking of that, uh, died in a raging barn fire in Ohio <laughs> that lawmen think was set because of hatred for gays of all kinds. Wow! The flames were so flaming? hot. It was a flaming. Flaming. Flaming fire. Flaming. The flames were so hot. Was it fierce? A tractor inside the barn melted. Mm, fierce. Really? Ooh, fierce. Uh, <laughs> that boy's so gay, he could melt the tractors. Every time Man Swan came around here, all the farm equipment just started just just, just, just melting away. Just, just going right back to the earth from which it stemmed. 
kind of foghorn leghorn right there. Oh, yeah. oh, here's how they knew the horses were gay. Uh, yeah, still take- visible on the remains of the gutted barn's walls Tuesday were spray-painted epitaphs such as horse F... Uh, I don't want to offend the gay community. No, no, GS are freaks. Wait, I don't know what word. Uh, what figs? are you doing? Yeah, what? Well, on? that's uh, that's a that's a that's a very hateful and uh, harmful term. Oh, it's the it's the N word for the gay population. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and burn in horse hell. The newspaper reported. And my question is: Is this the West Bapros, uh You know, is that the that church <laughs> that getting one in church, on? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, have the, have the big signs. <laughs> God hates fags. Yeah. Are God they going to be? Uh, are they going to be at the funerals for these horses? Uh, no, yeah, they're going to be protesting <laughs> the God hates fag horses. <laughs> I just can't wait till one of those people dies and someone shows up at their funeral. It's like the sign says, "Yes, he does, asshole." <laughs> like, you fucking asshole. What have you been doing, <laughs> dickhead? Uh, you God, know those people are just such assholes. The the amazing thing is that that would be a little bizarre. Like if you had a farm, and you I don't know if anybody's ever been around horses a lot. I, I lived on a farm for the first fourteen years of my life. Did you in San Pedro? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I saw the black stallion like two times. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was a porno film. No, nah, well, I was fourteen. Years. That was a fourteen-year-old me. But I, I'm thinking like if you owned a a uh, a farm and you had a bunch of horses and one of the great things about horses is like you send them out to stud or whatever like maybe you have a great racehorse mm. and you know he's maybe he's hurt his ankle or whatever like he's just not bringing in the cash at hollywood park anymore and you send him out to stud right and then you're like well you know we'll send him out to the field he'll impregnate all the other mares we'll have wonderful horses you're like no the fucker just starts mounting the other male horses <laughs> every time. You're like, wait a minute. This was supposed to make me horse babies. And this was supposed to, you know, I spent a lot of goddamn money on that horse. Now all it does is run around and eat ap- uh, apples and act like an asshole and <laughs> butt fuck other horses. That's a bad investment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't tell me it was a gay horse. Well, I'm sorry, sir. I just sold you the horse. It came right off the racetrack. We don't know. We don't check these things. That's when, that's when you'd figure... They'd finally find out if there was a genetic predisposition to homosexuality because, you know, whenever there's something financial involved, then that's when the research gets kicked in. Anything else in the news there? Yeah, we got a, uh, speaking of gays, uh, Abe Lincoln slept with men. Mm. Mary Todd. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Washington, a new book reveals that Abraham Lincoln slept with men in his bed in the White House. Nice. I just wanted to put that in. <laughs> yeah. Nice. If there's any president, you know, fantasize about gay sex, <laughs> that's, that's Lincoln, baby. It's that big motherfucker. Yeah, that's Lincoln. Not a looker. No, not really. Strapping. Yeah, no. Strapping. Very very tall strapping man. In, in the relationship, though, he would be the bear, not the twink. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He would be the bear. I, I'd imagine there's there's that moment where Abe Lincoln is laying in bed with the uh, the young White House page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, the boy page. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you the Lincoln log. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> wow. wow. I grew up in a log cabin. <laughs> Uh, oh boy (laughs) (laughs) but his biggest revelation is that abe lincoln liked to share beds with men he would sleep with a different member of his cabinet every night 
that's really what happened in what is now known as the Lincoln Bedroom. Mm. Mm. First uh, score and eight lays ago. I guess they uh, came out of the cabinet then and not the closet. Oh, but wow. yeah, terrible. There you go. <laughs> Here's some of the other juicy tidbits they found out. Oh, whoa, we're going all over the map here. Uh, oh wait, so so this this was researchers in were they researching like the sex lives of uh, presidents or what? Uh, it doesn't go into detail. It just says they, just gay ones. Yeah, yeah. It's about. We're, I mean, we're about to find out some more. If you'd like to hear. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Move on. Read okay. on. Founding Father Ben Franklin helped save the American rev- Revolution by seducing French women. Wow. All right. Well, I that, always that was well known. Yeah. Yeah, people always talk about that, but I always think, fuck, man, you know, and it, it's an obvious thought that, like, you know, obviously it shows that women are attracted to money and power and belt buckles and shit, because he, he wasn't that good looking of a man. He was a looker. He was a, he was a hell of a writer, though, right? You know, he had that almanac. Did, did he? The farmer's almanac? I mean, not, not the farmer's. He had, uh, like, the poor man's almanac or something filled with his, like, cheesy phrases. Right. Like, mm-hmm. God loves man, that's why he created beer. That kind of, uh, you, know, mm-hmm. you know, he was the original party man, you know? He, the he, first bro. He, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben Franklin was the first guy to write slogans that work well on T-shirts you buy in head shops. <laughs> okay, next one. Uh, 15th president, James Buchanan, gay the love affair with a slave owner was Boone for secessionists. Wait, Ooh. wait, wait, wait. Whoa, what the hell whoa, does that whoa. mean? <laughs> whoa. You're just glossing over it. What's going on? Okay, Back whoa. it up. This is some, hide uh, something? This I mean? is some hard history here. Um, Are you a Buchananite? <laughs> I believe the term is Buchananist. I knew Patrick Buchanan was gay, but uh, this is... <laughs> well, maybe it runs... There's that thing with genetics. Maybe it runs uh, down the line. Oh, real, real, real quick, Pat Buchanan joke. Uh, <laughs> this is where they click off, by the way. This is where the audience <laughs> put on... Let's uh, listen to a pretty good podcast now. <laughs> no, uh, there's a great joke where Pat Buchanan, noted conservative, um, made a, I mean, he made a very a conservative speech at one of the big Republican conventions. And then uh, people were joking around with him on MSNBC about it. And he goes, yeah, you may not have liked the speech. You know, you guys are a bunch of liberals, but you should have heard it in its original German. Oh, jeez, yeah. really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, he wow. was, Buchanan was making fun of himself. It was good. He's a funny guy. Anyway, continue. Pat Bay Buchanan Bay. Okay, here's one we all know. Uh, FDR. Yeah. Mm. Uh, his wife, Eleanor's lesbian affairs spurred her on to become a crusader for equal rights. Okay, well, you know, I've, I've heard that, that she was involved with a group called the New Women, which were basically these liberated women that all lived together on communes, right? Again, nice. Yeah. <laughs> she's a good-looking lady. Yeah, no, not, she's not a good-looking lady. She'd make a better-looking man, but nice. she's a good-looking lady. Like, her and Abraham Lincoln, if, if they mated, uh, I think that the child would, 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 would be one of the most hideous-looking beasts <laughs> ever. The elephant man? Yeah, it would, it would be the elephant man, but her teeth, at least the elephant man had good teeth. Like... <laughs> Eleanor Roosevelt, speaking of gay horses. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, oh. You know okay. why there's never been a film about Eleanor Roosevelt made? There's not like some great documentary. Well, no one would want to watch it. That's that's too hard on the eyes, man. I know. Like they'd have like how how could they take like you know, Charlize Theron, note to you. 
your next <laughs> Oscar is going to be you playing Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> Can I get some dentures? Spot on. That was spot on. I'm Amazing. Sorry. Can we hear Bill Cosby? <laughs> That was awesome. South Africa. I'm working on my South African... Uh, Everything's are, coming out wrong tonight. Everything's coming out kind of wrong. What do you, why don't you say put another shrimp on the barbie in that voice? South Africa. <laughs> I'm trying to work on my South African accent like Leonardo DiCaprio on Blood Diamond. Yeah, Blood Diamond. South Africa. Come on, me brew. <laughs> in America, it's bling bling. Oh, what is it? What is it? I'm doing Blood Diamond. I'm doing Blood Diamond. I'm sorry. I saw the preview the other day. In America, uh, Africa, it's bang bang. In America, it's bling bling. That's my best to crap you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, what else is going on? Okay, we got a uh, Jimmy Carter likes to dress up like. Oh, 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 Todd, this is right up your fucking alley, man. Mm, mm. <laughs> Jimmy Carter likes to dress up in a teddy bear costume when he had sex. No mm. way. Your favorite. Oh, wow. So he's... A, wait, wait. Jimmy Carter was a furry? Uh, that's what it says. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, Jimma. I was... All right. I, still spot on. <laughs> Thank you. Spot on. Now, I'm here to talk to you today about the current gas situation. <laughs> No, I don't know, but uh, you know. You think? So, so Jimmy Carter was a furry. I had no idea. Uh, and uh, wait, wait. So wait, 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 wait. So when Jimmy uh, was was trying to go with Rosalind Carter, he would he would dress up in, in a teddy bear suit. A teddy bear. So like uh, the teddy bears originally it stems from Teddy Roosevelt was the first uh, furry teddy bear. Oh. No, Teddy Teddy Roosevelt was the first furry. <laughs> that would have been awesome too. <laughs> Nothing. Not only one of the better presidents in the United States, Teddy Roosevelt, also the first furry. Now, the amount of cloth it would have taken to put... <laughs> it would be just south of William Howard Taft, <laughs> the amount of, uh, of furry clothing they'd have to put on him. But I, I can imagine that, you know, because uh, Jimmy Carter, nuclear physicist or whatever, I mean, I don't know, I, it just doesn't align to me, because he was, he was a religious man, too. Yeah, well, well, it doesn't say in the Bible, thou shalt not put on a furry suit. No, it doesn't, does it? No. No, it, it doesn't really uh, say you can't do anything uh, freaky and weird after you get married. Are, are you fucking Christian furries, Elliot? Uh, <laughs> no, I quit that. Yeah, only on Tuesdays. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Elliot is known as Goliath in the uh, Christian community. Christian furries. <laughs> All right, and here's probably the most disappointing one from this. Uh... George Bush often masturbated in the Oval Office. Wait, wait, wait. George Bush the first one or George Bush the second one? That's what it just says George Bush, so I'd assume it was the first one. And I'd have to say, if you were the president, wouldn't you ma- Wouldn't you just lock the door and be like, oh, hells, yeah, I'm the fucking president. And just jerk one off? Yeah, <laughs> yeah why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah. Oval Office. <laughs> I'm going to give me a good jerk. Going to sit here. It's when Barb gets out of the room. Got the Secret Service <laughs> out of the room. Is that what he calls it? Giving himself the Secret Service? Nice. Well, I'm going to get myself later, give myself the Colin Powell. Oh, 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 Damn, I should have got that. And, uh, well, I'm going to get Dan Quayle in here. 
he's a young boy. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna make sweet, passionate love. Family values. What else? Anything else in the news? Okay. Uh, Harlem Harlem Globetrotters to leave Harlem. Mm. Mm. Uh, Too many white people moving in these days. That might be it. It might be, uh, you know, gentrification. Black flight. But that's not going to explain the next part. But so there's going to be a bunch of white people now because I say it's all like yuppies moving into Harlem. So it's like it's like uh, for you're going to see like on Craigslist, Brook, uh, New York. It's going to be like uh, for sale, Meadowlark Lemons House. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Greenwich, Connecticut. Harlem Globetrotter, ooh, Jesus! Harlem Globetrotters oh, hey. four point shot shadowed by announcement of name change and move. The Harlem Globetrotters recently announced that the team will be relocating to Greenwich, Connecticut. The move is a result of the fact that the team was sold to Thirsting Billingsley IV of Greenwich, Connecticut. Sounds yeah. like a rich guy. Hey, Thirsting Billingsley. Big fan of the Globetrotters. Yes. They seem to always win. <laughs> <laughs> I despise those generals. <laughs> Washington. <laughs> Ever since the Revolutionary War, I've spies. The only change to the franchise is the team will be dropping Harlem from its name and now will be referred to as the Greenwich Globetrotters or G Squared. I don't know. Isn't that kind of weird? See, that's the thing. I think that's why I don't usually buy tickets when the Globetrotters come to town because (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of guaranteed guaranteed win. And then also, I always think, like, they pull off such crazy shit. I always go, weren't these guys in the NBA? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's a different skill set for that, though. Is it? Well, you won't see Kobe throwing confetti. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah, there's a different skill set there. and You know, they can do things that Kobe can't, you know, like spin the ball on their finger. Yeah, I also Maybe don't... can do that. Yeah, Resist also, anal sex. I, yeah, I, I also don't think during the games that... Uh, on a regular NBA game that you can put out a trampoline to do the jump and go through the actual hoop with your whole body. Mm. Okay, okay. All right, I think Dennis to... Rodman did one time pants the ref, though, which happens on a nightly basis. <laughs> I like it. There's like the, no foul. <laughs> you know, I got to say, like, there's probably... That's probably one of those things. I got to say, between World Wrestling Federation referee and Harlem Globetrotters referee. It's a tough job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, you know, the WWF match, the referee's sitting there and some woman walks by with like a bird on her shoulder that's like some mascot and the referee's like pointing at her. Some fucker rips out a chair out of the front row, whacks another guy in the head, slides the chair out. Mind you, there's screens everywhere showing what's going on. The ref has no idea. Well, the ref's got to keep his eye on his game. He's not watching the screens. And and, and in the Globetrotters, mm. these people are sexually abused on a certain level. <laughs> and uh, they, also, if I'm getting pantsed every night, I'm not wearing the heart underwear. Well, maybe that's all he can oh, afford. Yeah. Again, laundry night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that shit happens. You know, he's on tour. You know, maybe he didn't pack enough. Maybe he keeps his uh, good boxers for when he goes out with the ladies afterwards. Oh, that's true. You, know, you can't, uh, you know, you can't be just showing up in like your fancy silks. <laughs> Anything else in the news? Uh, one last one we got. All right, one last piece of news for <clears throat> the uh, show today. Bigfoot sells out. Mm. New York, New York. Bigfoot strikes it rich in the big city. 
Uh, tired of living in seclusion and squalor, Bigfoot has decided to go corporate. He's trading his dirt floors, treetop canopy ceiling, and living in the buff for marble floors, 16-foot ceilings, and Armani suits. Oh, nice. So how, how, so, so how did Bigfoot get this? Because I know most uh, for, forest-dwelling woodland creatures can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, get my shit together. Well, yeah, you can't all get struck a deal with Disney and make a Bambi movie. Oh, is that what happened? Well, I don't know. That, close, close. What are we talking uh harry and henson's harry, harry and henson's that was that was good money for that him that was awesome he made hey, maybe he came up from all that cash on those specials they've been making on him in uh what is it the history channel oh that's true using his likeness he like sued him that'd be awesome nice royalty cash yeah well i figured the history channel they make so much money off of bigfoot that you know it's kind of like it's just bigfoot and hitler i figure the, the hitler family has a class action lawsuit against the history channel <laughs> <laughs> Like I wonder if like the, if you if you just there's got to be like I mean every once in a while you'll see some guy and it's like great 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 god cousin of Hitler will be on like you know History Channel and he's like I do not know you know and he, he's very upset about everything and guilty but I but I wonder if there was like a class action lawsuit you know brought up by the Hitlers. <laughs> to try to get some cash. I think they go by the Hilters these days. Is that what they are? I think so. Or Hister, as uh, <laughs> Nostradamus said. I don't know. If there are any Hitlers in the audience, let me know if you guys are like thinking about doing that. Because I've never met another Hitler. Like I, I, was at, uh, I was in a retirement community where my father lives in the South. My stepmom. The golf course and shit. And um, one of their neighbors her ex-husband was coming by. And I guess, you know, they, she was his ex-husband or whatever, but, um, you know, they still got along. So she was like, oh, yeah, Adolf's coming for the weekend. And I was like, and, you know, he's probably like an 80-year-old man or whatever. I was like, oh, God, that's that's got to be rough that's to be. rough. But see, there's the thing. This is America, and it's just a certain amount of money to change your fucking name. Right? Why not? Or go for Dolph? Something, yeah. Just tick off the A. We're not asking for a full-on, like, you, you don't need to get gender reassignment surgery here. Just lop, because, I mean, if, you know, you go to the DMV, like, uh, off. <laughs> any situation, like, I couldn't, I, I went to high school, the guy whose last name was Dick. I couldn't look him in the eye. Like, if your name's Adolf, and then, but, think about it the opposite way. If you were Adolf's ex-wife... That's some cool <laughs> shit. Like, say you had a painful divorce. Oh, that's, that's instant win. You're fucked. You just got to sign over everything instantly. Because, you know, the second you get into court, everyone's just going to be like, oh, this asshole? <laughs> yeah. Really? I think I think the first insult that comes out of her mouth, too, is Hitler. Like, <laughs> you're being Hitler like Hitler. Just because of the name. Yeah, and then also she could just, like, she sounds like she's clowning him. Oh, your ex-husband? Yeah, Adolf. You know? <laughs> and then also, um, I, speaking of calling people Hitler, my father used to have this really terrible comb over he had black hair and a, a, a very bad comb over. And I hadn't seen him for, you know, four years or so and went to the South to go see my dad. And my stepmom, who's very, she's from New Jersey. And, you know, she's kind of real. She keeps it real. And she's like, don't you like, don't you like how your father got his hair cut and got rid of the, got rid of the comb over? Now he doesn't look like Hitler. <laughs> but he kept the mustache, right? Yeah, but it was some full mustache. <laughs> oh no, I was talking about the little, uh, the little chaplain. No, no, it doesn't have a chaplain. <laughs> Anything else going on? Okay, well, let me finish this one up. In a deal with Sky Mall Magazine, the popular in-flight shopping catalog that sells a, 
all of life's essentials at 30,000 feet, Bigfoot agreed to license his likeness in a variety of products. So that's how he made his uh, fucking money is off of rich people buying Bigfoot back massagers or whatever the fuck Sky Mall sells. Bigfoot dildo. I don't know if they sell that in Sky Mall, Todd. <laughs> Last time I traveled, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the adult section of Sky I mean, you know, it's been a while since I've been on a plane, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. I bet they have it on flights to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> they have the German, Germans are very big on Bigfoot penis. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's the uh, the Yeti or the abominable <laughs> snowman, I think, there. Or what they call him, uh, Schatzenfutten. Or a Scheiserfutten. Oh. It's his big, big shitter foot is what they call him. <laughs> <laughs> Scheiserfutten! Scheiserfutten! Ist ein in Scheiserfutten? That's creepy. <laughs> There's a great gay porno where it's like these these two guys, German guys are going at it and they're they're eating um, uh, gummy bears and it's called gummy bears actually. If you if you're German gay uh, bear, it's called the gummy bear and they're going at each other and one guy is just not being pleased who's on bottom and he's like. Wow. <laughs> Where is this going to? Is this just a fantasy? Did you make this recently? Have you been writing? Well, down from the Matterhorn <laughs> comes this beast. And he's like, oh, Scheisenfutten. And Scheisenfutten comes and just wreck shop. And, you know, it's a good day for everybody in Germany. I don't think they have Bigfoot in uh, Europe. Scheisenfutten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today. For Elliot Dagan. Thank you. Thank you. Buck Perez. Thank you. And Todd Perry, like in Scheisenfutten. 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 Have a good one. Mm-hmm.